Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Cold Warning. It was written by Scott D. Anielowski, and it was updated to the 7th edition by Oscar Rios and Tim McGonagall, and it's available from Golden Goblin Press. Zane Fleming is the Game Master, and this is Episode 3. Tonight will be... Tonight, I will be giving the recap as Neville Cray. So, without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> Winter can be cold in the Commonwealth, and by far, this is the coldest that I've ever experienced. I'm sure that many of you have seen, or at least heard of, a man getting caught in the cold and ultimately freezing to death. These sort of things happen each year. Nature does not allow mistakes of judgment. But it's unheard of, as far as I know, that a man should freeze to death and freeze solid in a matter of 20 minutes by any act of nature. So solid that a, top, a tap on the forehead should shatter his entire physical form. But that is precisely what has happened. So how can this be? I suspect that uh, some sort of apparatus must have been used, some sort of powerful refrigeration device, the details of which we can only speculate upon. But setting that aside, what we have come to believe is that Joseph Sutton's death was not a suicide. The handwriting samples indicate that most likely culprit was uh, Joseph Sutton's brother, Stuart Sutton. What motivation, you might ask? Well, plain and simple, he was probably stooping Joseph's wife, Marilyn. Oh, and Marilyn had a bun in the oven. We wonder where that came from. Who can say? But after the funeral, they wasted no time in traveling to someplace secluded. Stuart Sutton owns a hunting lodge up in rural Maine, and that is where we are headed now. A long trip through the less dense areas of Maine up the coast of Bangor, and from there north about 30 miles. That was the plan. I don't know... Uh, I don't know how to describe the insanity of what happened just, just, just a few minutes ago. Our train had uh, lurched to a halt and there was chaos. I, I suspect that she hit a snowbank and perhaps derailed. In any case, the crash must have attracted the attention of the local wildlife. Something came out of the night and attacked us. If if they were animals, they were no doubt starving to death in the winter freeze. At one point, uh, I sort of recall falling and hitting my head. I must have started hallucinating because what I think I saw doesn't make any sense. The others were panicked, though, because of the crash, I assume. So we appropriated some motorcycles with sidecars to make our escape from danger. The whole thing is uh, really hard to remember, but it, it, it's, it's, it's all a blur. Um, but, uh, but now we are resting at the entrance to a tunnel. What happens next? I cannot even begin to guess. Thank you very much, Tom. Okay, so um, as he said, we left the last, uh, left the adventures um, as you guys had entered the tunnel um, driving along. I believe Dr. Richard had convinced Jasmine to 
switch off the driver's seat into the into the side carriage um so that was the kind of the biggest significant change there um so the weather was 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 really bad when you guys went into the tunnel so you've kind of escaped some of the elements uh when when you've come in into the tunnel and, and things like that and you've now been driving along for i'd say around about half an hour in the tunnel um and and uh who who was in the front i believe it, it's now dr richard and jasmine you guys are, are in the front um just ahead of you, you guys you can now see the, the opening um of, of the tunnel I wonder what we're going to do. I wonder if we're going to find... I was thinking, if you look at a map, if we are in fact heading towards Bangor, and we didn't get switched around and we're heading towards Massachusetts, then the seacoast should be on our right, and the wilderness should be on our left. I think, though, that if we keep following this train, Surely, surely they'll send someone. I mean, if the train doesn't get to the next station in time, they'll know something's wrong, right? Well, I mean, it's you know, the weather's pretty bad up here, anyways. They they're probably expecting delays, um, so they're not going to send anybody out right away. Um, but could also would don't communicate with the train. Who knows if they sent out a, a communicate? I don't even know how that that works. I think they do it to telegraph through the, uh, the, the, the right. Yeah, there's usually lines along the train lines, telegraph lines. That's pretty common. I think they can also do it through the tracks themselves, but I'm not sure. They um, probably have a time schedule as well, just in case if the train don't make it, they'll like usually have like. You know, a couple seconds to know, not seconds, but a couple minutes to know when they have to like act and ask and see if it even left. And surely there's trains coming in the other direction now, too. Hopefully, not using the same tracks that we're following. Well, if, if, if there's, um, if this train doesn't turn up, there'll, there'll be trains behind us. Yeah. I said, I don't know where we are. One of those would crash into us, so they, they, they have to sort that out. Surely this will become public very quickly. Well, one thing's for sure, we need to keep going in the direction we were going because behind us is not safe. I don't know what those things were, but we need to go away from that. And pretty much almost as soon as you say that, um, Dr. Richard and Jasmine, you guys now um, have, have escaped through into back into the, into the open and the wind is Biting, the snow is everywhere. Uh, you can see a little bit of the, the sun, uh, so it's, it's now day, um, and but everything is just white. You've, you've basically dri driven into a blizzard. Grandfather, I think I think there's a there's a blizzard. Well, that's not something I wanted to hear. We we oh, must we must press on. Uh, obviously following in behind so you guys are, um, are going to be hitting that as well. Can, is there any place that we can see anything? Um, you know, buildings through the trees or... Um, so right now 
you can obviously you can see part of the, you can see the track that you're following because they're just in front of you um, and you can still make out the bikes that if you're if you're behind um, another rider then you can see them you can see kind of in the distance some forest but then on the other side it's just it's a lot of white it's not going to take long before these tracks are going to become buried and then we're going to be up a creek well we've still got the tunnel of trees that we can follow along good point how, how long does this tunnel go i mean like where we're standing or can we see the light at the end of the tunnel or is it like you're out of the tunnel uh, you guys are you guys okay. are well out of the tunnel now okay yeah, you guys are on bikes so you've, you've driven okay yeah yeah. yeah okay um let me ask you this um how bad is the snow on the tracks um it's it's not ideal but it's it's drivable you like i said you can still make out the tracks underneath oh. you out to follow along yeah well i mean let me ask you this when we were on a train how how long was it before the train was uh derailed or i'm like the train wasn't really derailed was it it was just it just stopped yeah you really ever see the front of the train no and it stopped really? abruptly, didn't it? Yeah, it stopped pretty. We actually, yeah, we actually. I know we left. The, I'm, I'm trying to remember how how we we exited from the the, the back the of the train, right? Yeah. We yeah. were going that direction, or we were did we swing so around front? Get around to okay. drive. Yeah. Um. So the question is, how long was it? How long were we on a train? Because I believe we were we, we got some sleep, right? Yeah, correct. And we were so. I would say a few hours had passed. How long was it going to take for us to get to, um, to Ming? Um, to get to Bangor, uh, it's about a six to uh, so about a seven-hour train ride. So you were probably on the train for let's say five hours. So we're nearly there. How fast do these bikes go? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's on a train. You've now gotten right. off a train, you're on a motorcycle. So, yes, it would have been another two hours on the train, but you're now heading along on a, on a motorcycle. On a motorbike. Okay. Um, how, that's the other question. How, how, I mean, in the 20s, how fast would these bikes go? Not as fast as a train. Well, on a, yeah. on a road, they'd go pretty fast, but we're, we're almost cross country, plowing yeah. the snow and the, the rail spines of the train tracks. Right. And right. they've got sidecars. Most of them have got sidecars on them, and, and so they're not terribly aerodynamic. Okay. Um, we might be well, going along at best 30 do, miles do you think, an hour. Let me ask you this um, if we were to go at top speed, safely at top speed um would it add like an additional hour to our trip or like an additional two hours what are we looking at as time if we were just to go non-stop um well you you, you guys could be almost there you, yeah we don't we don't know how long it's that you, you don't know how long especially because you, you like i said you felt like you're in the tunnel for about half an hour but you guys were so kind of out of it when you entered because of what you encountered. You don't actually know how long 
you've been in the tunnel for and, and you could have been driving for an hour or, or whatever the case may be so right now time is sort of yeah it's, you just know pretty much the kind of a, the main thought in your head is we need to find a building we need to find other people we need to find the station that you're okay. going to get there, which yeah is like let's the tracks. let's put it this way then we're going to keep on going forward mm. Mindlessly until we reach civilization. Right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep an eye out for maybe another station up ahead. Or um, now, where we're driving or where we're riding, um, it's just woods on both sides, right? Wood. You can see woods on one side, but the other side is just white. Okay. We okay. also have no idea how close these things are. I mean, if they're pursuing us, or have they just kind of faded away? We really well, need to press on fast. I, I assume that motorcycles don't get tired. Animals do. They must have given oh, up. No, these guys were coming. Yeah, these guys were moving. Moving as fast, if not faster, than our bikes. They caught up to us. Yeah, but then they still have to get tired. You know, animals can't run forever. I mean, they, they were, were what? They were wolves or something like that. They were something. But they were, they were something. So I need, because uh, just so you guys are aware, you guys Actually, are yelling this over the snow, obviously, because you're in the middle of a blizzard. <coughs> um, I need survival checks from all of you. Because oh, none of you, I, I keep going. Oh, that's I just got 11. I remember that. There were 10. Can I do, uh, can I use one luck? Yeah, so you can choose one more. Yeah. What did you get, Jasmine? I got three out of ten. Okay. I didn't get it. Ha, 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 ha. Two, four, ha. <laughs> what'd you it. get? Not looking good. Okay. Fifty-six. What'd you get, Aaron? I got a, a 98. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Uh, Hooray, Dr. we can eat you. <laughs> oh, Dr. Richards? We're not going to get starving to death in one day. It takes a month. Oh, uh, he's talking about the weather, though. And I know that I noted that we we did have uh, blankets because, and I know we wrapped ourselves up. Yeah, yeah. But still, like in a blizzard, is a blanket going to be like perfect? No, that's why. Are you suggesting I mean, that we're all going to have to get naked to conserve body heat? Get yes, dog. <laughs> oh no, he's. Yeah, it sounds to me like you've got hypothermia. You're already uh, paradoxically undressing. Here, here we um, go. Okay. All, it's 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 uh, Saskatchewan all over again. Okay, so Jasmine, you failed. Miles, did you fail? Yeah, uh, fifty-six out of ten. Okay, and Doctor Richard, did you, how'd you do? I also failed with um, forty-four out of ten. Okay, so Doc, you're—it's something you're looking out for because. Because of the conditions and everything, and then because you're <clears throat> you're a doctor, you look down at your hands and stuff, and and they're definitely starting to go blue. And you look across at Jasmine, and you can see the start of frostbite on Jasmine. Like it's quite bad on Jasmine. She's sitting in the in the car. The end of her nose, like the nose, is starting to. You know, you're seeing the starts of that. Um, Tom, sorry, uh, can you change your name, by the way? Uh, oh, Neville, um, you see 
Miles' hands. He keeps sort of like lifting his hand off the thing and sort of shaking it and stuff to kind of warm himself up. But the tips of, of Miles' fingers as well are starting to blacken just ever so slightly. Um, we need to stop and get a fire started. Well, that's that's what that's what I was going to ask. The reason why I was asking what's what's around us, I was going to see if if there's like um, if we could spot maybe a, a a house or a little cabin or something like that along the way. Give me spot headers. Yeah, good at that either. Ninety five. I'm looking at crates. I'm looking at arches. Oh, twenty five out of thirty. I got a seventeen out of thirty. Oh, so not quite a hard. 40 out of 30. That's really good. So, Jasmine, did you pass? I'm yeah, 25 out of 30. Okay, Miles, how'd you do? 30 out of 50. Okay, um, so th- here's what happens. So, Aaron, you see up ahead, you've got pretty good eyes, so you see up ahead uh, what looks like a, a train station. You see a, a sort of a kind of brick building... Um, and things, and, and as you kind of get a bit closer, you, you're starting to see other buildings kind of surrounding and, um, and and things like that. You think you even might see some people. Um, Jasmine, you uh, you also see, because you, you know, you, you're a little bit closer, you, you kind of are the one that you see at first and, and you kind of nudge over to, to, to Richard um, saying, you know, uh, you, you kind of point out that the building's up ahead. Miles, you're um, from memory. You and Neville were in the in the back, right? You go. You're in the. Yes. You're in the rear. Yeah. You see a flash of 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 red again near Aaron. Oh no! Near Aaron. Yeah. So Aaron's just in front of you. He's so he's riding in front of you, and you see that flash of red again. Okay. Um... Uh, like to his three o'clock or no no it's like like near him like you're seeing the back of him and you see a flash of red in the white like of the white of the snow you see a flash of red okay i i yell out uh, as loud as i can uh aaron uh look out there's that that flashing again right near you okay I forgot what the pleasure it was. I think. It was. Um, so Aaron um, kind of puts his head back and, and pull, puts his hand back and, and pulls the blanket up a little bit further um, around him, and uh, it seems to the, the the red goes away. Huh. I say we got to stop somewhere and get some fire going. Are you all going to freeze to death? Well, there's a place that I see buildings up ahead, so let's... Oh, let's get there quickly. Hopefully there's people. We have to tell them about the, the accident. So, yeah, you guys um, pull up, and it is, in fact, the, the train station, and you can see Bangor written on the on the thing, and, and you pull the bikes off the off the track so they're, like, you know, securely off, and, and you kind of all scamp your way up to... Do people um, notice us coming up the tracks on our bikes? Yeah, some people have, have come out to kind of, you know, but you they're trying to yell over the storm like, a, yeah. are you okay? And, and stuff as you're kind of coming in. There's been a train accident. I'll, uh, I'll uh, radio forward. And then some runs off and uh, they, they go to um, obviously inform the people up ahead and, and the, the people that need to know and 
some people come down and are helping you all off the bikes and into the building and yeah. You know. We're freezing to death. We need to get inside, please. The heat. And they take you into the to the station and they all put you down and, and uh, someone goes and makes a cup of tea and and, and, and pot of pot of tea and stuff like that to, to help you all and, and things yeah, like I'm, that. Yeah. I'm gonna take a quick trip to the restroom to Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, we don't know exactly what happened, but in the middle of the night, the train seemed to crash, and uh, a lot of people were killed. And then the animals started coming to uh, eat the carcasses, and we had to get the hell out of there. So we uh, we're the only survivors, as far as I know. And, and uh, one of them kind of uh, animals. Animals, yeah. you say? I don't know, wolves and uh, bear and all sorts of crazy shit. I don't. I and, uh, one of them. One of them looks uh, looks across at, at one of the other peop- um, guys that's there, and sort of gives him a look, and he looks back at you, Neville, and he says, well, "What did these animals look like?" They had antlers. They they weren't like exactly animals. They're they look almost human like. They yeah. They look not They're like Wendigos. A- they look like Wendigos. As soon as you say that, they kind of you definitely get a reaction out of them. Um, they sort of uh, look at each other and and uh, uh, they kind of back away from you and they go, "You need to leave." What are you talking about? You you need to leave. If you've got the curse on you, you need to leave. What what curse? We don't want we don't want any trouble with their Wendigos. If you have brought them on here, you, you need to leave. We'll give you enough supplies. Where, wherever you were headed, wherever you were going, you need to go. We can give you enough supplies and things, but you've got you've got to go. Look, we're telling you that the entire train has been... been we will, derailed. We've, we've, we don't we've even... sent word back to Arkham. They will send... We'll, we'll send people after the thing, but we, we are not messing with that stuff. You can't just send us back out there. You, what are you, you just... know how we look. Don't be superstitious. They were just animals. I don't know about that, Nev. I've seen animals before. These... Hey, I'll be coming out of the bathroom listening. Look, we were all panicked. We were all panicked because we were really afraid. I didn't see no antlers. Antlers. Yeah, do you remember what happened to the crew of the train, Nev? Well, we were in a car. We were in a crash. No, but their bodies were all piled in one area. They were torn to pieces. I don't Nev. remember that. I know you. You were. You took a pretty heavy shot, Nev. <coughs> this is not. Here, heavy. here, 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 here. I mean, did, uh, this is prohibition. I was about to say, do we have any medicinal? Um, a, the doctor's sort of got his doctor's bag. He's got, you know. Look, we need to see the doctor. Look, we're all yeah, we we need a, a, a medicinal. Uh, uh, Cure if you have any around here. We're not particularly. Hey, well, I've, I've got a, I've got a wee bottle of this uh, nerve tonic. Here. Yeah, exactly, nerve tonic. Oh yeah, it's it's Bell's nerve. And tonic. then I'll I'll turn to the and l- let me see if I can actually try to uh, calm these guys down. I'm going to try to convince these guys that um, that these like the, that the young lady Jasmine and. This this other guy, this tall guy that's with us, that they're just a little spooked. They they hit their head or whatever, 
um, and they're a little spooked. They didn't see any weird creatures or anything like that. It was it was wolves basically that came out of the uh, okay like I came said, out of the woods. You'll need to give me a persuade roll. That sounds like a persuade. Okay, persuade it's or fast talk. It's probably going to be a persuade from what you described. Okay, uh, because these guys, it's going to have to be quite a good one because Miles has just basically said that the bodies were put in piles and torn to shreds, and Jasmine's going on about Wendigo, so it's going to have to be a pretty good persuade. Bunch of superstitious. Bump. Nope, that is yeah. not. Yeah, that's not going to work. So there, it's 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 pretty much what you've done now is that they're they're starting to get a bit more kind of frustrated and they're going like I'll give look, I'll give Miles and Jasmine a look like what the hell are you guys? Are we're you? sorry we're sorry what's happened to you and, and and we understand but we have people we have families living in this in in Bangor we have people in the area we can't. Well, the risk of of if if someone has put the Wendigo on you, if, if you have the curse on you, we can't have you near us. Yes, well, you what what do, what do you mean when you say put it on us? Well, the Wendigo they 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 follow people. They they follow like someone. Well, well, they followed all the people on the train coming here. How many trains you come in a day? You must have angered someone. You must have angered the gods. What What does oh the curse God. entail? The Wendigo. It, it's... In our culture, and, and, and you now realize that both the men that are there are probably from Native American kind of... Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and they say, well, if someone got lost out in the snow, and, and, and they're stuck and, and and they were driven mad and they consumed human meat. They consumed the, the meat of their own kind. Jesus. They become the Wendigo and they, they change. Their body changes and, and they're driven to madness and they become the Wendigo and, and they are, are, are a minion, a, a child of the gods. And, well, and the gods send them. What a load of horse shit. Well, no, no, no. Um, let's, let, let, he hears Neville say that, um, and he says, "This is a very strong belief of my people." Yeah, is there you? is there is is there a way to fight these things? Because here's, here's, he killed three. No, no, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, right? We 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 just came out of the snow and the cold. My friend over there uh, starting to get a little frostbitten. We need to warm up a bit. This, you know, like whatever attacked us on whether it's a Wendigo, whether it's people wearing antlers, whether it's, you know, some wildlife or whatever. It caught us by surprise on the on the train. We were able to kill a few of them on our way here. This seems more of a um a defensible a, a defensible position. I mean, why don't we warm up and you know i mean i'm, when, I'm sure um, when you said you killed some they kind of backed away from you even more um and he said you you killed you killed some well they were attacking us they'll be hunting you look where the hell is hudson we need to get to hudson um and he he runs over to uh, like a desk over to the side uh, brings over a, a map and to, to you neville and he, he kind of draws he's like you you're here 
you're here, Hudson's here. W where are you going in Hudson? We need to go. We need to go to the the what the hell was it called? The Winter Haven Lodge. Winter Haven hunt, Hunting Lodge. Any kind of the the Sutton place. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he draws a circle, uh, and he goes here, and then he yells with me. And he goes, uh, put some supplies in their bikes. And and two men run out and to go to put. How stuff about in the this? Bikes. How about this? You, you you're you're rushing us out, right? So yeah. we're, we ain't gonna do this on bikes. We're gonna rent cars. We're gonna get. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. I mean, is there a car that we can borrow? Do you have a fucking taxi? Not yeah, in this I weather. Mean, the weather. The the the, 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 the your best bet is the bikes. The weather. It's it's unless you want. You can't stay here, and the, the roads. Uh, the roads. Okay. How about this? Actually. How about this? How about this? I mean, you're kicking us out. Wow, that's that's fine. Um, how about? I mean, with those supplies, can we get uh, heavy jet, heavy coats and gloves and things that will protect us against the cold weather? Because apparently we're about to just die if we're not going to, you know, we're not going to try to go out there and, and, and freeze to death. He yells back to one of his men and, and uh, uh, you know, to get some jackets and stuff for you guys and, and uh he, he kind of scampers off and, and, and things and any more requests? Do you have any yeah. firearms or anything that we can obtain for ourselves or obtain? If you've brought these things on the village, we're not giving you any of our weapons. We need them for ourselves. All right. Well, what is your name? Carl. Look, let's And yours and I'll look to the other guy in your name. Uh, the other guys have gone because he sent them. He sent all the others okay. off. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a look and I'll say, "I'll remember you." Look, guys, we're in the fucking uh, train station. Bangor is a big town, big city. There's got to be somebody here who'll drive us. Yeah. Well, besides these uh, superstitious, freaking. Well, I mean, if you can, if you if you want to go out and see if there's a car that we can come. I will. All right. Uh, Acha, you come with me. All right, you got it, Nat. She's um, so as, as you guys kind of get by up, this fire. Um, the guy comes back with um like some some big kind of woolen jackets with the big fur kind of lining and and everything and and, and puts them down and um just uh, no one has who did I say was getting the start of frostbite? Who was? So it was Miles, Jasmine. Um, Jasmine was Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys, unfortunately, no one has seen to you. Uh, so. Well, I, I take can, one. I, surely, surely I can do that now that we're in front of the fireplace. Yeah, yeah but it would, if you guys were having the it's conversation, you didn't say, I'm going to instantly do this. Okay. So right. um, just take one hit point for both of you guys. Um if you would, you can do something now, Doc. If you if you like, because you said you you did say you are waiting, but Miles. Yes, I'll I'll just attempt to in. do some um, some first aid on on the two of them because there, is, okay. there isn't the time or the or the, the means to do anything more advanced than that. Doctor, I uh, Miles in a low voice when the doctor is tending to me. Uh, doctor, do you recall back there when those beasts were attacking, seeing? the red flashes from where they were? 
You remember that at all? Aye, I, I, I do recall something. Aye. Yeah, we're. And when I was on the when I was on the motorcycle, I think I saw a, a wee flash of something. Yeah, I saw it a handful of times from the direction of them before they attacked. Just want to make sure I'm not going crazy. What would you think it might have been? I have no idea. These creatures were certainly not just human. They got close. Nev and I were fighting them hand to hand, and we could see them right in their eyes. They, they were not some human dressed up. No, I didn't see them too clearly, but they, uh, they didn't look very uh, slow. They're certainly a bit nippy. I'm concerned that Aaron over there is trying to convince us otherwise. I could have sworn I seen a red flash about him, very similar to around the Wendigos that came at us. Again, I don't know what these things are, but... Um, just once, so while you're doing that, um, so Doc, how did your medicine so your first aid roll go on jasmine um on jasmine it was a pass awesome and on miles oh it was a slightly better pass here we go so you both guys get one hit that one hit point back um so neville and miles you guys were hitting going to head out correct yeah yes. uh, and it's like a diner jasmine and richard you guys were staying there Aaron, what were you going to do? I'm just going to try to keep, you know, warm up, um, get all the supplies, uh, have um, an inventory of all the supplies that we're going to be using, and um, seeing if there's anything else that I could use that might be useful. Um, Cool, so you're just going to stay in there. Um, Right, so Neville and Miles, you guys head back out into into the snow and kind of um, start heading towards the the little town uh, that's kind of just a little bit further off from the from the train station. Um, so I'll, I'll start with you guys. So you guys, you know, you're making your way through the snow and, and things, and um, you get to the first um, building, um, and you kind of are walking up, and it, it's a like a barber barber shop. And um, as you guys get to the door, you see a man come to the the, the kind of because it's like there's glass in the door. And he gets to it and he sees you coming and you see him lock it and close the um, I'm open to the I'm closed sign. Well, is there like a restaurant or a diner somewhere nearby? Um, yep, so you, you move a little bit further up um, and you, you can see like a like a diner and you see a, a woman um, kind of watching you through the window as you walk up and she scampers over to the door, locks it, and flips the sign down and pulls the shade down. What the hell kind of town is this? This is this is not good, Nev. I, I, when and you hear a voice behind you, um, and you turn around, and it's one of the men from the station. And you go, the town have been warned. You have the Wendigo after you. They will not help you. They're concerned for their safety and for the safety of their families. Look, we're going to freeze to death. Can you at least lend us a car? We'll bring it back to you. The roads are blocked. You won't go. F- you'll, you'll get further on the bikes. You seem to think that bikes would work better than a car in this kind of weather. Yes. 
is there going in the direction we're going? Is there is there a cabin or any place we can at least shelter? Maybe between here and Hudson and, and the lodge? No. For some reason Sutton wanted he bought all the land near you know, around the lodge. There's between this is the closest place. You'll get from here to Hudson. Um, and then the, there's a few shops in Hudson, and then he's a little bit further on. Can we borrow a phone? Uh, you can use the phone in the station, that's fine. Though the, I don't know how well good the reception <clears throat> the weather. Just thinking we might want to call back to the office, Neville, and uh, give uh, Anthony a heads up, or at least uh, call the, uh, the messaging service so they can jot down a note for him when he gets in the office in the morning. I think we should call the President of the United States and tell him to wipe uh, Maine off the planet, especially Bangor, Maine. <laughs> they don't seem to understand how to treat guests in their town. If that little girl is hurt because you people throw us out into the snow, I'm coming back here and I'm personally putting a bullet in your head, you understand? You have the Wendigo after you. You will not be coming back here. You're a bunch of superstitious. Yeah, I, I think we should get out of here, Neville. I, I mean, something bizarre is out there. They're not. Something bizarre is right here. All right. Well, fuck this town. I've, I've got an idea, Neville. Here, why don't we why don't we start to head back to the others? Um, yeah, so as you guys are, as you guys are starting to walk back, um, you see a very big guy emerging from the snow, um, and, and the man that had been following you sort of says, uh, Joe, no, and he comes forward <laughs> and he says, you need ride. Yeah, we need a ride. We need ride to Hudson. Are you I'm willing to drive us? I do not fear the wind to go. Well, then I look over at the other guy and I go. <laughs> and the guy sort of says, Joe, it's, it's, it's not safe. Think of the people of the town. And he looks back at me and he says, I said, I do not fear the wind to go. I will take you to Hudson. All right, thank you. At least somebody has sense here. Well, we're, we're at the train station. If you could pull your car over there, we'll load up. It's uh, five of us. Four of us. Five of us. Apparently, I can't count anymore. Um, I, give, I give one last... Um, he nods and, and then walks back off into the snow. And Miles and Neville, you guys walk back to the station uh, to catch back up where, with... Um, Dr. Richard and Jasmine and Aaron, who obviously are kind of getting warm, and and uh, they put on the jackets and things that the, the men had brought them, and and um, they've got all their maps and, and bits and pieces, and uh, it looks like the the guys are back from loading up the bikes as well. As you guys walked through, you saw the bikes had been laden with with a, a bunch of stuff and and refueled and and all that sort of stuff. All right. So we'll take the stuff from the bikes and put it into the car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Um, so as you, you go in there, you do hear the, the sound of the um, car. Uh, so it's one of those big trucks um, with like the open back uh, and then like the cab at the front. And the whole thing's covered with like animals' fur and, and, and things like that. And um, on, the, the, on the front of the car, you do see some big antlers. Hmm. <laughs> that do look strangely familiar. That is bizarre. So, where do you get those antlers? And he looks at you and he goes, I told you, I do not fear the Wendigo. If it bleeds, I can kill it. I think um, my granddaughter best uh, laid up the uh, up in the cab with you. She's, ah. uh, she's perilously close to uh, Rosbank. I think there's enough room for the both of you too, because you're the. No offense, Doc, but you're you're kind of a little frail. You need to be in the warmth of the cab. Aaron, oh. Neville, I we can go in the back. Yeah, we'll sit in the back. This, so this trip, I, I don't think the trip can get any worse than it already is. Aaron, are you, are you okay with that? Yeah. Do you guys load up all the stuff from the bikes? Yeah. Um, on, into the back with you guys in the back of the truck. Um, and there's a few men who are kind of... They, they've helped you load the, the car up and things, but they're, 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 they're watching and stuff, and there's some worried looks on their faces, and a lot of them are looking out into the back into the snow and and, and, uh, and, and things like that. Um, I'm going to look at each and every one of them and, and convert their, their faces to my memory. I'll right. be back. Um, and uh, and Joe starts the car and, and you guys sort of drive off town and as you're driving through town, a few people have come out of the stores or the shops to come and watch you guys dr driving up the thing and he's he's making decent you know in the snow it's it's not easy and things um and and you guys justly are leaving bangor and it's just then over the wind you hear a howl and screams oh grandfather you hear that so is it coming is it coming in front from from in front of us or is it coming from it's, behind it's us it's coming from the village Oh, good. So, I might not have to come back. Unless that village is not what it seems. I don't know what the heck to believe right now. Look, we're out in the woods. There's animals living out there. Look, look. If you're, if you're worried that those villagers are like the Wendigo, they would have invited us in for, for more than coffee and, and, uh, and gear. They would have had us stay for dinner. <laughs> yeah. But... Hey, give, hey, pass some of that uh, medicinal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, so Joe is in the, obviously the driver's seat with Jasmine and Doctor Richard, um, and he sort of when he hears it, he looks across at both of you and goes, "No people were right to be scared. We did leave the wind to go to my people. I we didn't leave anybody." We no, this is in the cab. He's talking to. Oh, I, I don't. I, I, I don't know what they are, or 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 why they're after us. Like we had three already dead, so I don't know where these uh, other ones came from. Joe looks at Jasmine and he goes, "If you want to know more of the Wendigo, 
Ask your granddaughter. I can tell she knows the legends. Yes. I know plenty. Well, uh, I know the devour. Well, just mainly from what I know from the tribes, particularly the uh, uh, the Scott. Um, that certain tribe actually has a, a lot more ties to that culture and that uh, particular entity. So are you, are you trying to tell me that these are a real thing? Well, the, I always of, thought they were a myth, but I... in the woods. The grandfather, I, I studied this in school, and I, I always thought it was a myth. I, I never really thought I'd ever really see one. But I still don't understand why they're after us. What, what, what have we done to them? I don't know. We're just on a train. They killed everyone on that train, except for us. I don't, I don't know if they're searching for somebody, or they're trying to kill someone or particular but they were particularly after our group for sure maybe they were the ones that the that the wendigo were after and that's why they didn't get us i don't know i think this is crazy this whole thing we've we've landed we've we've come to the land of the loonies thank god i live in a city How long do you reckon it's going to take us to get to Hudson? It's uh, 30 miles. What are we doing, 30 miles an hour? <laughs> like, I wonder how far away those uh, those howls are coming from. That has me a little concerned. Those were the same howls before the attack last time. They banged on the train, and then they gave chase on the motorcycles. You're not remembering much of this, are you, Neville? I remember us on the. I remember us on the on the motorcycles. I remember a wolf or something coming into the main uh, part of the the train, but uh, I bumped my head. I remember that hurt. Question for the keeper: um, From my time in the trenches of uh, World War One, would I? dealing with people that have had concussions and temporary memory loss would i be at all familiar with uh trying to get someone to snap out of it and to try to recall a little bit better um possibly but they would kind of all entail i guess i mean you're not you're not like a, a trained psychiatrist kind of thing like yeah. that, so you wouldn't be able to do what, um, what Dr. Harrod did. Um, probably, but him re-seeing the Wendigo would probably do it. I couldn't try a... Oh, no. Psychology and psychoanalysis. Oh, okay. If I could make my 1% psychoanalysis role. <laughs> I mean, right. you can try, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, probably right. not, not likely. Um, I want to turn it over to Joe and ask him what's he know about like this certain Wendigo or does he know anything like particularly like you know like if they chase after one person will they chase the whole group just to get to him or is if it been, and he said, if, if they have been told to uh, to hunt you they will, they will follow you 
and, and, and hunt anyone who was in, in their way to get to you. Well, I, I don't know who would send some creatures after us. I mean, we have no ties to, like, what they want, I don't believe. And he looks at, he looks at you and, and your grandfather there, and he looks kind of through the back at the three men in the back and goes, You mean to tell me you are just on holiday in Blizzard? Well, this actually, we're actually trying to find my aunt. She's gone missing, and we have reasons to believe that, you know, we, we go and tell him, like, I kind of give him an idea where we're going and what we're doing. And as far as I know is that, like, my, uh, we know that my aunt is, like, probably further in Maine at that hunting lodge that we're going to. Oh, it's my, it's my daughter we're looking for. Would you, if you, if you had a daughter missing, would you, would you know, go out in a, in a blizzard for her? I've had daughters. And, uh, as well as that, I, I don't think I haven't visited my aunt in, like, a while. And I, we just came to town. I mean, the only person probably had more, like, you know, probably seen her is probably, uh, Aaron. The one in the back. He's the only one who probably had time to see her as of late than me and my grandfather have, or even the two detectives in the back up there. Investigating murder. Sounds like you have plenty of people that might not want you to get to name. How would how would someone go about sending a a, a thing like that after you? I mean, someone you can hardly go and hire them. Someone can you? knows the old ways. Someone knows the ways to control the wind to go. The children of the gods. Well, this is all too confusing. I wish I'd stayed in, in California. So you guys have been driving now for, for a little while. And um, eventually um, you guys arrive in, in a smaller kind of town. And the weather has kind of eased off. It's not a blizzard anymore. It's still cold, but it's not not as bad. Um, and, and you pull in. Very. This is a very small kind of town. Um, and and it's, it says Hudson as you kind of enter. Um, and... Uh, um, Joe pulls the, the truck up next to the uh, a general store um, and, uh, and, and steps out um, and he walks to the to the back and helps the guys step down and things and helps everyone kind of get off um, and then he, he looks at you all and says be very careful trust no one outside of your group don't give away your true meaning of being here. Oh, like we just did? Yes. Thank you for that. Sorry, guys. Jasmine kind of looks to the down, like, kind of like, you know, so. Um, and uh, you guys, um, I'm assuming, you know, as you kind of are getting your stuff off, um, Joe takes uh, kind of uh, gestures for you to, to step aside, Nibble. Uh, to kind of, um, yeah, 
and uh, he he kind of uh, quietly says to you as as the others are unloading everything. He goes, "The certain man. He will be waiting for you." You know this man? I've seen it. Look, I'm grateful to you for for bringing us up here. Have you been to the lodge before? Not to the lodge, but I've been in this area. Well, he's one of the reasons why we're coming up here. He takes his glove off and puts his thumb on your forehead. And it's like a... And you see the Wendigo. You see everything. It's all coming vividly clear. It all just rushes through and into your head and things. And there's now no doubt in your mind of what you saw and what happened. You'll need a clear mind for what comes next, Mr. Gray. I need to do a sanity roll. Yeah. (laughs) I oddly passed my sanity roll, did I? No, I didn't pass my sanity roll. I missed it by two. Um, Just take one. my concussion's coming back. Um, and he goes, Are you saying that I basically got my memory back when he did yeah. that? Yeah. And there's now no doubt, doubt in your mind of, of what you saw and things like, yeah. I cannot understand what it is that just happened. But I thank Listen you. To me. Listen to me, Mr. Craig. Do not show your hand to Sutton. If he feels threatened or spooked, it will not end well for you and your group. Play your cards close to your chest. Okay. Thanks. And he hands you a wrapped up Something, it's like a thing of cloth. Yeah. And he hands it to you and goes, when the time is, is, is right, use this. And then he gets into his cab and he just waves goodbye to all the rest of you and, and he drives off. <coughs> I look over at, at Archer. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? This is like the craziest batshit place I've ever been in my whole life. Now, fella. He gave me something. I think it's mittens, but I'm not sure. He says, we shall know when to use it when we need to use it. Well, what what is it, Neville? I don't know. Let's see. Is it like all tied up? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's all tied up and wrapped up and like in cloth. You can feel it's, it's solid, though. It's like it's hard. Like some sort of Indian spirit bag? Uh, no, it's bigger than that. Like it's something wrapped in cloth. Well, it's well, it's freezing cold out here. We'll look at it later. Yeah, that's, that's it. Now we got another big problem. How the hell do we get here from, from here to the hunting lodge? Let's go um, and see. And as you say that, there's a, there's a man who kind of steps to the front of the, the general store and he's Hi there, folks. How you doing? Uh, oh. Okay, if we can come inside and get oh, the... of course, of course. Come on through. Come Great on, make yourself a. I'll make you a nice cup of coffee. Thank, Thank you. you. Very. Love nice. me some coffee. 
and he kind of dresses you all in and um yeah, it's the general store there's like you know a bunch of stuff i will i will give both miles and jasmine a look that basically says keep your mouth shut about windigos and all that other shit keep it's your mouth shut much and nice. yeah, when you guys enter, like it is, it's nice and warm in here. There's a fire going. <laughs> it looks really, you know, nice. And you, you can see, like, it, the general store kind of doubles as the post office as well. There's like a like a thing set up behind the counter. Uh, where... Yes, didn't um, didn't and I, I look over at Archer. Didn't uh, didn't they say that Sutton gets his mail and phone calls here? Because there's not one up at the lodge. Yeah, I think this is the place. Uh, What's the address here? Uh, in uh, the man says, "Oh, yeah, the, the, this is the the Hudson General Store." Oh, uh, yeah, this is. Uh, it. Are you by chance, Mister Hudson? Oh no, 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 no! Hudson's the man who discovered the town hundreds of years ago. My name is Mister Flickett. Ah, uh, Mister Flickett, thank you, uh, Mister Flickett. Uh, we are heading up towards uh, the. Uh, Winter Haven Lodge. Oh, yeah, Stuart Sutton's place, yeah. yeah. We were told that Mr. Sutton occasionally comes down here to pick up his mail, and... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. When was yes. the last time he was here? We were hoping to maybe meet him. Oh, of course, yeah. Stuart, lovely, lovely man, lovely man. Uh, he said, uh, yeah, uh, he came up here just, just the other day. A guy picked up his stuff. There's nothing for him now, but, uh, yeah. And when he came up here last... Uh, did he by chance have a young woman with him? No, no, no. Oh, no, I haven't seen his. Uh, I met. Uh, what was her name? Marilyn. Marilyn. Yeah, no, that's correct. Um, yeah, she. she uh, last time I saw her was when she was came up here with her with her husband. But that was that was last year. That was months ago. She came up here with her husband. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Her and um, uh, what's his name? Joseph. Joseph. Yes. Joseph. Yeah, yeah, they came up here months months ago. Last yeah, last year, yeah. Really? Um mm. would you say in the last winter, last spring? Last yeah, summer? probably around last winter. Around last winter. I see. Well lovely couple. Lovely couple. Do you happen to know if there's anybody in town who can give us a ride up to the lodge? Is it possible to get a ride up to the lodge? Well, we uh oh Jim, he uh he, he he owns the taxi. He 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 might be able to tell you that the roads are not not a uh, not amazingly safe. But what I can do is I'll see if Jim Jim can maybe drive you as close as he can, and then I can sell you some of these uh these uh, and he brings out some uh, you know those kind of bit, like tennis racket snow uh, kind snow, of snow snow shoes. Shoes. yeah yeah. And he goes oh, I can sell you some of the, the you know best on the on the on the line here snowshoes, and you could you could uh, walk <laughs> the rest of the way. Snowshoes. That's next. Another is the snowshoes. All right, all right. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Oh, happy to help. That's what I do here at the the store. I help people. Well, you're far better than the people of Bangor, Maine, who mm. seem to be a bunch of superstitious nitwits. Ixnay on the. Oh, I uh. What does Ixnay mean? I give him a look, like really. He's speaking Latin. I just. I just, I just told these other two. Jeez. I, I, I kind of give Neville a little kick on the side of his leg. Don't <laughs> like a little, a little shake of the head. No, just once. 
Anyway, whatever. Um, well, you're Mr. Jim. That would be a fine thing. We'd be glad to pay him compensation for taking us. Mm. Uh, well, you you hit. Uh, have, have your coffee. I'll I'll go get Jim, and and you just rest easy, okay? And you are you are aware that Mr. Sutton is up there now? Oh well, yeah, he should. Uh, he spends most of the time up there. Yeah. All right. Unless good. he's out. Unless he's out hunting, it, it'll be fine. Good. All right. Thank you very much. No problem. And he kind of goes out out of the store too. And I just sort of start looking around at the stuff in the store. Yeah, and I mean it's it's all pretty you know standard. There's like. You know, there's food on the shelves. There's there's kind of all the the general needs of the town. Oh, um, look, they have pemmican. Lovely. Yeah. Um, Aaron, did you see the private message? Not yet. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so, um, is is there a moment where? Uh, Neville's kind of like in off to one side in the in the store. Yeah, everyone's just like looking through all the stuff and okay. things. Well, I, I kind of find Neville and just pull him aside. Mm -hmm. Just uh, and uh, <clears throat> hey, hey Neville. Uh, of course. What's up, Archer? Do you remember? Uh, it seems like you might be. Do you remember a little bit more of what happened on the train at all? Yeah, that was the strangest thing. You know, that Joe fella, he touched my forehead and it was like, snap, I could remember everything. Yeah, I mean, I can see why why you just want to put it out of your mind. Maybe not even like a decision to put it out, but do you at all recall those red flashes we saw in the, in the woods before those creatures came at us? Yeah, but I don't think that I could clearly describe them. Were they like lightning or? They were little flashes in the woods at ground Nib level. Nibble, give me a give me a power check. A, a power check. Yes, pass. Um, pretty much as Miles says that, you kind of again and um your mind goes back and you remember driving along um and aaron was in front of you and um you remember the red but it wasn't a flash it was like a piece of fabric but it, it looked like a flash in the wind and in the snow and everything you saw like a like a red kind of it almost looked like a piece of fabric or cloth or something mm. and then it, it was gone a piece of and fabric. then you come back through. And was it like flying past us? No, no, it was like it looked like it was it was looked like it was on Aaron. Like a piece of red fabric. Mm. So did do we see these red flashes always around Aaron? So you saw the one um the first one when you guys were escaping the Wendigo. But Miles is the only one who saw it as you guys were entering Bangor. Okay. I do seem to recall. But is it perhaps that Aaron just has something on the thread? Well, that could flashing be. in the It could be. I was just really concerned when I saw that it looked identical to what we saw chasing us earlier. 
I, I'm probably just seeing things. I, maybe this shouldn't be anything worthy of note, but I just want to. Miles and Neville, give me spot hints. Oh seven. Um, I got a fifty-six out of sixty. It's just okay. Barely. So you both look across to Aaron. And he's he's not wearing any red. He's he's got like a like a brown suit underneath the kind of the big jackets that they were given in Bangor and, and things. But nothing on him is red. Um. But Miles, there's something you can't quite place it. But there's something about Aaron's eyes that just seem oddly familiar. Like familiar, like recent familiar, or like long ago familiar. They just look familiar. Hmm. Now that you're actually kind of you're like you're you're both studying him. There's something you can't quite place it, but you're just like, huh? Yeah, something's not adding up here, Nev. Look, we've seen some very very strange things. Quite honestly, until Joe touched my forehead, I wouldn't have believed any of this nonsense. But I think that my mind is clear, and I think that I saw what I think that I saw. It was strange creatures with antlers on their heads and monstrous-looking things that moved fast. And the Indians believe in them. And they said that there were people that went out into the woods and became cannibals. And I would say, keep your eyes open. Yeah, I agree. At this point, we can't jump to conclusions. And then as you guys say that, uh, Mr. uh, Flickett comes back in um, and and he's got another man with him uh, and um, he kind of takes his hat off and he goes, Hi, folks, you, you, you looking for a, a, a ride? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's been a while since we had dinner. Uh, can, we, can we at least sit down to a meal before we go? I mean, we're warming up. Oh, and then Miss Foot goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I should have offered you, that when you came in. My, my pleasure. I'll, I'll cook you up some. You have any like red meat, like uh, venison, or, you know, I can go for a, a nice steak. Medium to uh, medium rare. I'm sure we have something uh, something we can we can do. Okay, I assume it's early. It's still in the morning. Yeah, yeah, correct. Okay, so it's not really dinner. It's well, throw breakfast. some eggs. Yeah, throw some eggs in there. You got steak and eggs. And there's like a little place where you guys can kind of sit down and and um, have some coffee and shit. Yeah, and, and yeah, stuff. And before we go. And I mean, as we're sitting down before we go, let's discuss what we're, what's going to happen when we get to the 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 cabin. Well, let's okay. So like, how how do you, how do you want to how do you want to proceed? Like, we're kind of in a private a private spot, so that we're not really overheard. Yeah, I'd say there's two problems that we got. One is we want to secure Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Sutton's safety. Now, for all we know. And I, I strongly suspect, I'm sorry, Doctor and, and, and Miss, uh, but I strongly suspect that Miss, uh, that uh, Mar- Ma- Ma- Marilyn. 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 
may have been having an affair with Stuart. And my guess is, is that the baby might not have in fact been Joseph's. This oh, for goodness sake, man. I'm just saying that this- You're overstepping that your, your bounds. It's my job. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry. believe my aunt, my aunt can, I don't believe my aunt would have done that. She we have we, we have to explore these things because it's possible. In any case, it may be the thing that led to <coughs> Stuart finally taking action and possibly murdering Joseph. Well, the, the, one of the things we probably should have done while we were in town, but we didn't have enough time, um, maybe look to see if there was like some sort of insurance policy. I mean, well, that's I'm what sure, people tend I'm to do. I'm sure, I'm sure with him working at the bank, there would have been some sort of an insurance policy that would have taken care of Marilyn. Maybe. Now, now, did not the doctor tell us that? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting something confused. Um, so our first, oh, to, to answer your question, the first thing that we need to do is secure, find out if, if Marilyn is all right. If she's up here by her own will, then we don't really have anything we can do about it. But what if, okay. If, if Stuart is in fact the murderer of Mr. Sutton, there's the possibility, God forbid, that Marilyn is in league with him. And I know it's a horrible thing to say, but why would she come up here with him so easily after the funeral? Without notifying any family members. Without notifying any family members. And again, we're not accusing her or anyone. It's just what Neville and I do. We, we need to be open to all possibilities and investigate. That's simply what we're doing. And it why would there's up here? And why was there a large bag of money in the house as well? well so it's at this point that um, Mr. Flickert brings, uh, brings you guys some food over, some bacon and eggs and, and some steak and uh, some, some beans and, and stuff like that. And So you asked how we're going to handle it. I think the, the obvious thing is we have uh, Jasmine and we have Dr. Sinclair here who are obviously concerned for Marilyn who's pregnant with a child and they're looking for her. That's why we're here. You seem to very much be set upon the idea that Stuart is uh, is involved in the murdering side of things. I, I am not set on anything, except that the suicide note did seem to be in the handwriting of Mr. Stuart, not Mr. Joseph. Aye, aye, that's, that's fair enough. Not proof, but a definitely worthy of an investigation. And the fact that he couldn't have shot himself in the temple since he didn't actually have a hand on that side. All right. Well, if you'll excuse me, though, I'll uh, I'll put my faith in facts rather than conjecture. But uh, we certainly do need to uh, we need to find them first. Also, need not not just to make sure. Um, Marilyn is there of her own accord, but also that she is healthy. She is okay. pregnant, and Jasmine, you discovered in her bedroom um, some very off-smelling vomit. 
stains all over the place around the bed. So that would indicate that she might be unwell and there are no major hospitals up here. Uh, so we also have a new revelation and that is that they came up here last year. Hi. So someone could possibly have seen her in town if she would have, you know, wandered around. But oh I don't question. believe she's probably. But I, I don't believe she's probably brought up there her own free will. Or no. maybe, or maybe she was. Maybe I mean, it, it, there could be a simple explanation. I mean, if she's up here, you know, her husband, his brother had just passed, and she's, you know, up here to have somebody you know, close to her, that's family, and she's looking for comfort from him, and maybe he's offering comfort. So what I think is that when we go up there, the pretext is going to be to see if Madeline is okay, you are members of his family, her family, and we are investigators because she was missing. All right, now what happens if he turns us away from, from the house? I mean... Well, we'll have to deal with that, but it's a hunting lodge. It should be open, but uh, uh, otherwise, we're not going to mention anything about the the possible murder. Okay. Uh, unless do you, do you want um, some of us? Do you want us all to come up at the same time, or do you want me to look like look around for possible weapons and things like that while you guys do your conversation? Well, we're going to be staying at the lodge, so let's go up there together. Let's okay. make it seem just like that we're coming up there to find Marilyn. Okay. And then we'll move from there because obviously we're not going to come back here immediately. We're going to have right. to there. Um, I was, I, I was uh, just, yeah, I was just wondering if you wanted us to all appear, you know, or do you want a bit of an element of surprise just in case something. Miles, can you was, give me a spot hidden? Certainly. There wouldn't be any, any see that we could orchestrate that. Oh, nine. Wow. So as all this kind of conversation's going on, you've noticed that Aaron has devoured his rare steak. Rare, yeah, I definitely noticed rare. He's um, sopped up the bloody gravy with his biscuits and then everything, and he's doing all this while, you know, talking and looking at everyone at the table. Really hungry there, Aaron. When was the last time we we eaten? Well, yesterday on the train. Yeah, which was just um, I guess about what four hours, five maybe six hours ago. No, it was just like yesterday. He said yesterday on a train. Yeah, <laughs> but we we ate before we went to bed, and then we went to bed, crashed, drove to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, arrived sure. in the morning. It's not like Every we were starving day. or anything. Well, maybe not. But okay, yet. some people are more have a higher metabolism than others. Um, Jim comes in at this point and goes, uh, "Hey, uh, I, I don't want to rush you guys, but uh, you ready oh, we're to go?" Just, yeah, we we're just. Ready. Oh, this is this is delicious, by the way. Taste. Oh yeah, no, Mister uh, Mister Flickett makes the best the best steak in town. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll, I'll uh, put the money on the table and leave him a tip. Say you guys are great. Come back down here and have something for supper. Oh, sure, sure. Um, so you guys go out, and it's just a it's a standard taxi. Um, you'll pile in and, and things, and... Um, How far is it? Oh, uh, not not too far. It's a, 
maybe, maybe, maybe about half an hour. Yeah. So he's driving along and he chats with you guys along the way and you know asks how 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 uh, how you're going and, and things like that. And obviously, you guys are keeping it very light and happy and not kind of you know. Uh, as you guys are kind of getting closer, um, he he stops the gun and goes, "Ah, oh, damn." Uh, Look, uh, sorry, folks. Look, there's a tree down, uh. and you guys can see up ahead there is a there's a tree that has covered the entire um, road. Is well, there any way around this? Really, really big, big tree. How far uh, away from, from the? How far away from the lodge are we? Well, no, not too far. I'd say maybe a maybe a ten fifteen minute walk from here. Is there any uh, way around? Uh, well. well and then you kind of there's dense trees on uh, on either side of you I'll, I'll say this. I mean, you've you've taken us most of the way. Why don't we uh, reckon we can actually walk the rest of the way? Don't want to get your tires stuck in here and you're, you're stuck out here. I appreciate that, sir. Yeah. yeah thank you. Um, I pre- we we appreciate uh, the help. I swear to God, when this is all over, I'm gonna have lost fifty pounds. <laughs> Question for the keeper. Um, mm. Miles looks over at the base of the tree that's fallen. Yeah. What does it look like? Does it look like a fresh cut? Does it look natural? Oh, it looks natural. Like it looks like yeah, it's, it's like broken and it looks doesn't crazy. look like any mischief has been committed here. But it just no, naturally. just possibly in the in the blizzard. Okay. Yeah, it's covered in quite a bit of snow as well, so it's it's possible that it happened in the in the in the storm. All right, fair enough. So you guys all uh, pile out of the car and, and um, grab all your, your bits and pieces and and, um, and you kind of say goodbye to Jim as he turns the, the car around. And Neville, as you're, as you're kind of uh, walking along, you're bringing up the rear, um, you feel the, the thing in your hand start to get, it just ever so slightly, it feels quite warm. All right. That's strange. You know, Neville, we can tell that that tree must have fallen in the last couple of days. Did you Did you ever look at what that thing is? You... Oh, I thought we were going to do that, but we forgot about it. We'll look at it when we get up to the lodge, I suppose. Um, so as you kind of come around, because you're going around the tree, um, the, the, there's pretty dense snow. Like, the snow is coming up over your, you know... He's coming up to your back your shin. Um, so, you know, you're kind of having to trudge through it all a little bit because you didn't buy the snowshoes back at the time. Oh, right. <laughs> Got it. Um, so, yeah, not, I, thought, I thought we were being pressured into that. <laughs> yeah. He's a good salesman. He was. He, he knew, I guess. Um, but, yes, yeah, so you guys are walking along, and, and eventually you can see... Uh, the the wind has started to pick up a little bit though, as you guys are coming along, and it is like just snow. But you you can now see in the distance um, the, the the building, the, the the lodge has kind of come into view, um, and it's a pretty sizable building. You can see some lights on and um, and other and other things, and and there's definitely act, activity going on there. Are, are we seeing activity from multiple people, or is it just 
you see somebody walking inside the. Uh, you can uh, you can see you know as there's lights on and there seems to be a fair amount of movement and, and things like in the lodge. It looks like there's people there. Yeah. You know? Okay. Before Joe left, did Miles hear what Joe said to Nella? As he no. back at you. No. Okay. No. Yeah, although that was very much just to uh, just enable that encounter. So we continue trudging forward. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you guys uh, kind of get to the to the front, and um, sorry, and uh, as you kind of come to the front door, the door opens, and a young man, you'd probably say like 1920 kind of uh comes to the door and he goes oh uh, we weren't expecting uh, visitors uh, uh how, how can i help oh well we've come to see uh mr sutton and his uh sister-in-law uh, well, mr sutton uh, he, he's around i think he's uh he's out hunting at the moment but uh well would you mind if we come inside it's freezing oh, of course yeah here let me let me take your bags um, and he, he comes and, and helps you with some of your stuff and, and leads you in. And, and it's quite a nice uh, little kind of setup they've got around here and, and seems like a nice area. Um, and yeah. Behind the counter, you can see a, a young woman. She'd probably be uh, like 18 or, or 19 or so. Both of them are very clearly Native American. Okay. Well, let's, let's, uh, would you like to, to check in? Sure. All right. All right. Let's do that. Might as well. We've trapped. Tra <coughs> Excuse me. We've trapped. <coughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll pat, I'll pat Mr. Cree on the back there. <laughs> it's very dusty in here. I think you'd be some, some of it in as you were coming in. Ah, uh, right. Uh, and and the, the the boy says something to the the girl um, in in a, in a different language, and she um, smiles and brings up like a, a chicken book. Um, can you give me a uh, other language check, Jasmine? Yes. Uh, which one am I looking for? Am I looking the pin pin request? Okay. <coughs> uh, thirty-two. Out of, can I get a? Can I use some luck for that? Yeah, Let's sure. If you'd like to. Yeah, I'm used to. Yep, yep. Use two luck, no problem. Um, so basically, you he heard him say to her, um, yeah, well, um, like, uh, we've they they want to check in. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he didn't say. These people are bloody idiots. Charge them double. <laughs> no, no. He just says, like, um, you know, get the chicken book. The, the we've got new. They want to, to check in. Chicken. Um, book. Well. Yeah. So they they go. Uh, you guys go over, and and you can see a few names, uh, names on on the, the the chicken thing. And there's a few rooms, and um, the boy comes over and he says, uh, here are the uh, the rooms. We've got um, uh, we've got a few rooms left. Um, 
they're all upstairs. They're, they've got the, the living quarters and everything downstairs for everyone to, to stay. And, and then upstairs are, are all the rooms. Um, if you, we've, we've got two different types of rooms. We've got um, the suites, which have got like kind of the, the larger beds. Um, they kind of range between uh, about $4 a night. Um, and then we've got the standard rooms, which people can share, and uh, that those are two dollars a night. And the whole thing is is like a, um, the whole thing is is built like a hex hexagon, like the whole the whole building. Um, and so, kind of all the living areas are, are down below, and then above all the rooms that's kind of the way they're they're scattered around is in the in the big hexagonal for the shape and is it is it a wooden building yeah yeah it's like a log cabin okay is there any any unusual ornaments hanging on the wall any unusual paintings or statues or anything um there's like some you know, native american inspired artwork and and things um Obviously, Jasmine, you'd recognize a lot of that stuff more than the, the rest of you guys. They just look like what a tourist would go, oh, that's, you know. Um, but, I mean, there's some, like, animal, like, stuffed animal kind of stuff around. It's a hunting lodge. That's not unheard of. Um, you, you guys are just in the entrance way, though. You haven't kind of stepped further into into where it all is. Um, so do you guys, uh, you know, you want to put your names down? And um, let me just... Yeah, so... The suites, these two, uh, there's two suites available. These are slightly larger and have sitting rooms. Um, they're each furnished with a large bed, two nightstands, a small desk, two chairs, a wash basin and bowl, a dresser table, small sofa, and a double fireplace uh, separating the two rooms. Um, the, the suites are provided with oil lamps um, and the sheets are, changed, uh, sheets are changed every morning and fresh towels are brought in daily. Um, there's a, a stack of firewood in each fireplace, um, and Boy uh, says he will um, bring new firewood in every day for you. Um, and he'll also bring in, uh, and then he gestures to the, uh, the girl. He says, "My wife, uh, Hurit, uh, will uh, bring fresh water in every day, and she will clean your rooms." I'm sorry. What was your wife's name again? Hurit. Uh, H-U-R-I-T. And what was your name, by the way? A Chuck. Chuck. A C H, um, A C H A K. A Chuck. Yeah. Oh, I think you said a Chuck for a minute there. That would have been unlucky, wouldn't it? Do you have any idea when we might be able to speak with uh, Mr. Sutton? Stuart, yeah. Um, he uh, he normally, like I said, he's he's out kind of I think checking the the. The hunting ride at the moment he won't be too long he'll be back soon all right and his uh his sister-in-law is she here and he looks he looks at uh at Hurit and, and sort of shakes it and he goes nah, miss miss sutton hasn't been up here for months last time she was here she was here with uh Stuart's brother so i keep hearing um okay all right, um, um, and then, the, and then the, 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 says something 
to uh to a chuck and he sort of shrugs and, and things jasmine oh. did you want to try and understand what they said yeah sure Yeah, 28. Um, she just says, um, uh, she says, um, are they asking about Marilyn? And he sort of just shrugs. Well, let's get settled in. Um, so would you, would you like uh, the suites or would you just like the, the guest room? So the guest rooms, uh, we only have a few left because we do have some other guests. Um, well, uh, I'll, I'll I'll take a suite for my my granddaughter and I. The I two suites, a, of course. No I can take a, a guest room. Okay, so the two suites will be, um, this. So there's suite one and suite two, are at kind of. Um, I don't know. If I could, uh, yeah, I'm trying to do it. Does one of them have two beds? So you can see suite one's here, and suite two is there. They, so they, so they have two bedrooms, the suites. No, no, the suites just have uh, one bed each. The guest rooms have two smaller, smaller beds. Okay, well, well, Neville and I—I I mean, uh, Miles and I can uh, share. Yeah, a room with two beds. Yeah. Okay, so the rooms we have available uh, for the guest rooms, we have room seven, room five, and room three. I'll take seven. That's a lucky number. Fifty-seven. I like the numbers. And uh, you, you, Aaron. Which room? Where did you go? Uh, room, five, like room, room three. Room three. Yeah, room three. No. no, no room four, so we don't have to worry about feng shui problems. Okay. Three. Is, um. So, uh, uh a Chuck, um, grabs your bags and he he leads you guys uh, uh up the stairs. Um, and as you kind of guys you, you enter into the main uh, hallway. Um, and there's like couches around and you can see a big cabinet that's full of um, Native American artifacts and, and there's a couple of rifles um, in there obviously being a hunting lodge so not that surprising uh, there's a few people uh, in the, the sitting down at the table um, sorry and, and at, the, at the couches um, there's a, a quite a large man with a big a bristling moustache um, there's another man with with a big beard and and glasses who's, who's sipping a tea um and then there's uh there's a man in a pinstripe suit um and and stubble and he's got a scar here and he's wearing a big pinstripe suit and he's kind of sitting next to him is uh, a quite glamorous looking young lady with with kind of a cropped uh haircut um and and things um and uh yeah you so guys are here. Um, yeah, as everybody else is going up, I'm going to ask uh, the young lady behind the uh, counter. Um, mm. I, I know this is a hunting lodge, but uh, yeah, where can I purchase some ammunition and uh, perhaps a rifle or something? Um, and she sort of looks at you and goes, ah, uh, uh, um, yeah, uh, no, no English. What else going on? I'm gonna go uh, tap Neville and Miles and speak to my grandfather. Um, I think they know something about my aunt. They were asking about Marilyn. And, uh, like the boy asked, like the woman asked uh, the boy if we were asking about my aunt. 
and they were speaking uh, the you know uh in a box is this while you're walking up the stairs yeah or? i i, I kind of like whisper to them on the side like you know kind of like so you speak their language um okay so Achuk hears you whispering um and he sort of uh, uh he turns at the mention of of Marilyn and he goes um and he goes I, I, I'm, I'm sorry but um I couldn't help but overhearing uh, we haven't seen Marilyn for, for months she, last time she was here was with with Mr. Sutton's brother and how long ago was that last year last winter all right um and he shows you two rooms so the first room uh they come to as as you guys get up uh get to the the uh up the stairs um the first room to the left is um room seven which is is the room for neville and and mr and miles so he opens the door, lets you guys in. There's two beds. It's actually quite a nice setup. It's all got like kind of, uh, uh, you know, like a lot of like log, like cabinetry. The, the the bed is made out of logs and all sort of stuff. There's a nice little fireplace, little basin off the side there. Um, and there's a window looking out um, to, to the wilderness and things like that. Um, so he kind of puts you in there, gives you guys your keys. Uh, and then he walks a little bit further down uh, the uh, down the down the way uh, into suite one. Uh, he opens the door and there's a large bed, so a bit more luxurious um, setup of everything. And he hands the keys to Doctor Richard. Um, and Thank you very much. No problem at all. So he uh, leads goes a further bit down uh, to room three, which is on the other side, next to the other set of stairs. He opens it up, same setup as as Neville's and Miles. He hands the key to Aaron, uh, and then he takes finally. Uh, to suite two, uh, he opens up and it's the same setup as um, as Dr. Richards, and he hands the keys to Jasmine uh, and, and kind of, um, you know, thanks you for, for, for everything, and, and then kind of heads, makes his way back down the stairs. Now, um, one thing I've got to send. Oh, so you guys can, can roll play. So, Neville, now that we're alone. Yes, Neville. Are we in the right. I'm sorry, uh, Miles. You know, we're together so much, I forget which one of us is which. We, we look similar. Um, now, either the servants are lying, but they don't come across as liars. Uh, we're in the wrong place. Maybe we, maybe she didn't come up here. Why do we think that she came up here? And if if she didn't, if she did come up here, do you think that he could have gotten rid of her simply because she knew that he murdered her husband? Maybe um, that with the letter in his hand, it's also the possibility of not so much him murdering Joseph, but covering up for someone who did. Maybe she. Maybe she murdered him. Yeah, that was a thought that just crossed my mind. I. Just because he wrote the letter, it's not proof that he murdered anyone. It's just, it looks like he wrote a letter, which may, it's very suspicious, but it's clearly not Joseph's handwriting. Marilyn- It was really an identical match either, was it? It was close. It's 
pretty close. We we match the dots of the I's and the crossings of the T's. Mm -hmm. I think there's more to this mystery than we've figured out so far. But I have a funny feeling. I think that now now we're now we're in a place where we're pretty sure that somebody's committed murder. Now we don't know if it's Sutton, or Marilyn, or where she's hiding. Ah, oh, jeez, we may have come up here for no reason at all. I'd like to check out the uh, the log, the check-in book, to see if Joseph's name is there, as they're suggesting it was. They said last year in winter. Yeah, that's also so what uh, what the guy in the general store said. So supposedly, Joseph killed himself December twentieth, which is one day before winter. That's that so roughly December. I'm sure someone would refer to sometime in December as winter. So Joseph's name should be in the check-in log in December. When you guys um, when you guys went up, um, Achak did give you kind of the information of when dinner is and, and when they serve everything like that. Um, and he kind of gave you a little bit of, you know, he said, obviously, you're more than welcome to go into the, the, the pantry and the, the kitchen at any time. Uh, it tells you about, like, you know, the supply room has stuff if you want to go out hunting. And he kind of gives you a quick rundown of, of how it all works. And if you need anything to let him uh, know, uh, and he explains to you all that his wife doesn't speak English. Um... Miles, when we get when we go back and speak with, uh, I can't think of his name, Chuck, uh, the uh, the guy downstairs, we need to uh, find out from him. Since the funeral, has Mister Sutton been in the lodge, staying here? You know, has he or has he snuck out and left? <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because if he's been here since the funeral, we don't know where Marilyn has gone. Ebel and Miles, give me a listen check, please. Oh, 73 out 53. of... 53. Nope. Uh, out of 40. No, re missed it by 33. Okay. Um, no problem. Uh, now, Dr. Richard, you are kind of setting up all your, your room and, and things and, and, and things like that. Can you give me a listen check? I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, Aaron, you are, you know, opening up all your bag and, and uh, readjusting all your bits and pieces and things like that. Um, can you please give me a listen to it? Uh, let's see. That is a thirty-four out of sixty. So not a, not quite a hard, but close. Very faintly, very faintly, <clears throat> off in the distance, you hear. I hear howling. howling. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm. I hear howling, but I'm going to continue to unpack and um, I feel like in a hunting lodge where there's plenty of ammunition and we've got a defensible position, anything that comes through that door, I think we should all be able to handle it. Jasmine, could you please give me a listen roll? 
35 out of 50. Cool. So, yeah, you also hear the howls off in the distance. Um, probably affects you. You probably feel a bit more uncomfortable than Aaron. Um, but, yeah, you can, you can. So, it must be because you guys are on one side of the of the building so it's obviously it's coming from further back from where you are as opposed to on the other side where the other guys are but um yeah i also didn't count on there being other people here oh nab they mentioned uh that we could go hunting and they do have hunting supplies I'm going to go run downstairs and see if I can replenish some of my uh, shotgun rounds. Huh. Um, uh, how many out, out of the box of 20, uh, I do, how many do I have? Like half a dozen left, maybe? Yeah, probably something about that. Because you didn't use heaps when you were on your way. Yeah. I am not a very good shot with a shotgun or a rifle. I go downstairs to try to to locate some. I'm gonna look out the window. Um, cool. So Aaron, um, yep, yeah, that's fine. You can go down and sort of just mingle and look around. Miles, so what were you doing, Miles? Uh, I'm going downstairs to the the hunting area to uh, yeah, sure, to, to, to the main if kind I can of get, like another box. I don't want to see greedy or anything but i'd like at least another box of shells yeah sure and then uh nibble you um you're just staying in the room correct i'm thinking okay so uh i'm just going to do this real quick with nibble and then i'll follow on with aaron and miles uh so as miles goes nibble you hear a humming and you kind of go what what is that and then you kind of turn around and you realize it's coming from the package that you've left on your bedside table. Oh, it's time to find out what this thing is. I'm going to set it on the table and unwrap it. Mm -hmm. See, so you uh, you unwrap it, and kind of the clock comes by, and you reveal a very delicately, beautifully made mask, like a Native American mask. Um, and it depicts the like an image of a rabbit got big ears and things and, and the thing but it's beautifully made hand painted handmade and everything um well i'm going to pick it up and examine it made out of wood it's made out of like uh like fabric um you're not sure what quite you know but yeah, the, the base of it is wood and, yeah kind of like a paper mache thing but not you know it's, it's better made than that it's not paper Curiouser and curiouser. You know, and so you kind of bring the back, and there's like a, there's like a little um, cord that you can kind of put to strap over yep. the back of the head. And, I'm, uh, I'm gonna walk over. To, I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna go walk over to the door, and I'm gonna crack it open just a little bit and wait for Neville to come up. I'm okay, wait cool. for Miles to come up the stairs. Sure. Uh, so now I'll jump down to so Aaron and Miles. You guys almost meet. As you kind of at the stairs, as you guys are, are heading down, um, yeah, yeah. and you know, and, and you guys kind of walk down, and, and you both go to the front desk, and and uh, there's no one there at the moment, but you just ding the bell. Um, so yeah, um, can I? Can you? Yeah, I, I I tell uh, Miles I, I try getting ammo and 
stuff like that from this girl, but apparently she doesn't know how to speak English. Well, the other guy mentioned that it's uh, down here. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking for prices. Yeah. You know, yeah. And while, um, I'm, so while we're talking, I'm just going to, you know, kind of distractedly, like, flip, you know, like, look at the ledger and kind of turn yeah. it around to see who it's, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be looking through it and I'm going to see if maybe we can get lucky to see if he forgot that maybe he wrote um, uh, Marilyn's okay. name in there or something like that. Give, or, me, give me a library use, Eric. A library? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's, I mean, that's um, a list I can kind of think on. Alright. Uh, no, that is a 42 out of 20. I'm going <laughs> um, So yeah, you don't... Uh, Marilyn's name's not there but mm-hmm. you you kind of flick through far enough back um and to you know from to last year um and you're kind of looking through it as a chuck comes around and sort of sees you and goes oh i'm, I'm so sorry sir but uh that is uh that is i'm you know not no for, for sorry public use um how, how can i help you gentlemen looking for ammo like uh and uh wanted to purchase a shotgun or a rifle or something like that do a bit of hunting oh, around here of course uh Great. and he leads you over to uh to uh um kind of there's some rooms off the back um so he kind of leads you through and there's the supply room uh, and then there's kind of two rooms off the side uh you, you, on one of them it says um uh stuart sutton mm-hmm. uh, and the other side it says uh hurit and achak housekeeping oh, uh, and then there's the supply room a- a- ahead. And um, as you're kind of walking past, uh, uh, you hear a voice from behind. Uh, oh, Chuck! And he turns around and goes, oh, Mr. Sutton! And you see a gentleman uh, kind of walk past, uh, walk up behind you. He's got um, some kind of animals slung uh, over his arm. Big game uh, or small game? game. Well, yeah, small, small game. Small game. And he's so got like a rifle with him. I'll ask. Uh, so, what's big game hunting around uh, around these parts um, this time of year? And he says, "Are you getting bucks?" Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize we had some some new guests. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Uh, and he kind of wipes his hand and uh, things, and, and he, he shakes both yours, Miles and Aaron's hand. He goes, "Stuart Sutton, uh, this is my establishment." Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to disturb you. I check out. When you get a chance, can you? Uh, Take care of these, and uh, I talk. Like, yeah, of course, sir. And it takes takes. So the, is it like rabbit? I was like, oh, I can go for some rabbit. Yeah, and then, so they they're, they're rabbits um, and things. And he and he answered the question. He said, oh yeah, we we got all kinds out there. We got deer, uh, got some stag. You know, we, yeah, they're, they're play, good good hunting, good hunting for sure. Yeah. yeah, as long as you guys cook it up medium rare, that's that's oh. all I care about. Yeah, Hooded is an amazing chef. She'll, she'll and then she'll, I'll, I'll I'll pointedly look at Miles and smile. Um, and so, yeah, Stuart goes into his, uh, goes into, uh, opens the door to his office. Um, can you guys both give me spot hiddens? Let's look at this. Oh, let no. the detective do it. <laughs> 73. Uh, nope. I got a 48 out of 30. Yeah. So you guys, uh, kind of, Achak is, is gesturing you forward into the supply room. So you guys don't get a chance to, to look in. 
Um, but you go in and, and there's a few guns set up and some ammo and and uh, actually, says, uh, Mr. Stanton, what, what exactly would you be uh, interested in? Yeah, maybe like a rifle, something I can, um, what would you suggest as far as a good good hunting rifle? Uh, and he pulls um, one off the shelf and uh, uh, he kind of said, uh, well, this is uh, the, the, the best we have to offer. It comes with obviously a scope, uh, Smith & Wesson, one of the top brands. Um, What's the caliber? Uh, I believe... Like a twenty-two, a twenty-two. Yeah, yeah about, about a twenty-two. Let's go with that. Not very powerful. Well, it's good for hunting some buff. Um. Okay. Yeah. How much does this run? Uh, ten dollars with, and that comes with with uh two packs of ammo. Oh wow, that's that's a deal. And how about a shotgun? You guys have you have a shotgun here? Uh, no, no, we, we don't, uh, don't, we do don't shit. Stuff. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Not that season. No. Okay. Do you have, uh, handguns for, for any small game? Uh. Muzzle loaders. <laughs> or, like I said, uh, so, like, like, this is dead winter. Like, so, because I'm thinking, like, um, shotguns, muzzle loaders, like, that sort of thing is for, like, bird hunting. Like yeah, hunting fowl yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, it's not that all season. the birds went down south for the winter. So okay, yeah. all right. Um, you guys don't get bear out here, do you? Uh very rarely, very rarely. All right, all right. I'm, I'll take this and uh, with the, with the box of ammo. Cool, no problem. And he he, he kind of puts it over and um, uh, packs that all up for you. And he goes, uh, "Would you like uh, to keep this in the?" In the cabinet, or would you like to uh, keep it in your room? I'll keep it in a room. I, I, I'm going to fall over the, my new buy, you know, just oh. take a, a better no look at it, you know. And uh, for you, Mr. Archer, what can I get for you? Um, for, uh, for your different seasons, when you have shotguns, uh, do you have any leftover ammo for them? Maybe in the Ooh, storeroom? Uh, let, me, let me check. Uh, give me a luck roll. Sure. Oh darn! Who's like, like, oh, oh no, no, failed by lots. Um, I'm so sorry. We we the around that season very popular here, so yeah, we we just. Do you guys have gets used up? Do you guys have hunting knives? Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll grab one of those. Opens up a big kind of cabinet, and there's some beautiful, beautiful hunting knives, like some. Uh, very ornate and well well made and yeah I'll, I'll get like a nice size like buck knife um and yeah. also like a skinning knife i'm shopping like i'm actually out here to hunt yeah and miles I, you uh, do realize that like you know a lot of the stuff is some of the stuff is pretty expensive and aaron doesn't seem to be phased at all he's just pulling the cash out and, and paying it. it's not a problem Just be uh, doing really well in the jazz industry there. Well, well, I, I like I said before, like uh, I told my boss, I had a good have a good relationship with my boss. I told him that I would be out of town for for a couple of days. He, he paid me in advance. Right. Now I'm going to have to for the next two weeks. I'm going to have to go without pay. But you know, hey, you know, you only live once, right? Yeah. So I look around. Are there any any decent calibered rifles at all beyond twenty? Yeah, yeah there's um, there's a forty five. 
308. Yeah, there's there's one 306. Okay. I'd be interested in that 306 there. Uh, like to actually I want to I want to trade up. I want to I want to buy up. I I want a 45 instead of a 22. I thought that that this is the only thing that he had like the 22s. No, just, that's like his the most ornate, like nice made weapon that they've got. Oh. But you know, the, um, that's why he sold to you. But yeah, so the, he he gets one of the forty fives, which is a pretty stock standard, like one. Um, mm -hmm. Gets that for you, and and uh, Miles he he goes for the the thirty eight, um, and pulls that down, and and uh, he said that you know this is uh, this is Mister Sutton's favorite uh, weapon of choice. This is in fact very similar to the one that Stuart was holding. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, I, I'm a little familiar with the 306. It's, um, reminds me of my spring. I'm going to get a. I'm going to get a uh, gun cleaning kit too. I'm going to clean my my weapon. Sure. Yep. So I'll leave you guys doing that uh, for a second, um, and I'll head back up to uh, do Jasmine, Doctor Richard, and Neville want to do anything? Because you, um, Neville, you've been waiting for a while now at the door for miles all right i think that i'm gonna wander back over to the table because what i'm thinking is that i'll i'll jump out and scare uh miles just for the fun okay. uh, so i'm gonna try on the mask just to see how it stays on okay um cool give down. me a roll a 1d10 for me please zero which is 10. cool so there's a mirror in the room and you kind of put it on and you look in the mirror and then <clears throat> and you pass out <laughs> all right so that's going to be uh t 10 minutes neville's not <laughs> yeah um okay <laughs> Uh, Dr. Richard and Jasmine, is there anything else you guys, would you guys like to do anything? Uh, I'm going to go talk to my grandfather. Cool. No problem. So you, uh, walk, you pretty much, you guys are at other ends of the building. So you kind of come out of your room and walk around <laughs> over and, and you knock on the door, um, next to Dr. Rich and, um, he, I'm assuming opens the door. Good hey, evening. Morning. Hey. Afternoon. Hey, grandfather. Um, there's something I can't wrap my head around. It, it seems like I don't know. I don't really believe that they don't know anything about Marilyn being here. I, I really think they they might have something they're like trying to keep from us. I think you might be right, but um, I also think we need to keep our heads down a little bit. Yeah, I, because I'm... Uh, as soon as Stuart sees us, um, that's the cat out of the bag. And the other three, well, I mean, he may know Mr. Stanton. Um, I, I doubt whether he'd even recognize you. It's been a while, but... Um, yeah, I haven't seen him. I, I, I was at his wedding. I was at the wedding, and I met Stuart briefly, and... Um, I'm concerned that he might recall me. So, uh... What do you think we should do? You think we should just keep it down low right now? 
Well, I think we should just uh, stay in our suites until um, until the other three uh, tell us it's okay to go ahead. I mean, if they're planning to do something and to question him, then uh, the last thing they want is, uh, is me coming down there and, and blowing the game wide open, as they, as they say in the, the cheap novels. All right. All right. Um, so, Aaron left um, just before you, Miles, but then you, you kind of make your way through. Um, and, uh, yeah, what would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to make sure I get at least one, if not two, boxes of ammo. The three yeah, yeah no, he, he, he fully stocked you up and everything. And, uh, you would. What's your spending rate, actually, Miles? Thirty. I'm. I'm. It is thirty. Credit. Which means your cash level. One moment. Credit is fifteen. So it means your spending level is, I believe, ten dollars. Oh, okay. All right, that must be. Spending level ten dollars. So yeah, you can't. Yeah, you don't actually have to buy a gun and two boxes of ammo it's probably like yeah just maybe a, the gun and one box of it because did you you didn't get the knife either did you you just got the the gun oh, and the no, i don't need a knife I, I i have my own knife and a shotgun yeah. with just six shells left yeah so yeah you probably got enough to get the gun and one box of of ammo okay we'll yeah. do that we'll do that i'll yeah. when i see nev next we'll see if he can splurge and we can share this cool um so as you're coming through uh uh you um you get stopped by the girl that was in the lounge um she's very pretty she goes well hi there hi there ain't you a strapping man oh it's a pleasure to meet you rose rose morello rose rose oh it's it's a pleasure it's a pleasure, Miles. Miles, are you up here for uh, for uh, any of the events, or I guess oh, hunting? me me and Daddy are on a holiday. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. Where, where are you from, Mister Miles? Oh, just not too far away, down down uh, down uh, around the Arkham area. Oh, I've been to Arkham. Yeah. My daddy had business down in Arkham. Oh, oh, did he? Oh, what type of business did uh, did he have? Oh, my my dad, my daddy is in he's in he's in business. Oh, fantastic! Just sort of general importing, exporting, or yeah, yeah. Oh, right on! Fantastic, fantastic. So, you guys up here for long, or? Oh yeah, yeah. No, we'll be here for a while. We love it up here. Oh, it is nice. It's beautiful. A little cold, though. This I'll be happy when the storm kind of dies a bit down. It's nice to have have uh, more guests, though. And she kind of strokes your your chest a little bit. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's nice to be here too. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'll. Uh, are you are you uh, dining here tonight? Or oh yeah 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 the the food here the. The cook, she's she's amazing. She makes the nicest food. Oh, wonderful! I can't wait well, to see. You'll sit with me, won't you, Miles? Uh, when when I come back down, I need to 
run upstairs for just a little bit, but this it's oh, good, good. Yes, come back and I'll I'll introduce you to my daddy. All right, I'd appreciate that. Appreciate that, Rose. It, it's a pleasure meeting you. And she sort of turns to go, and um, she sees uh, Aaron as he's uh, kind of walking up the the stairs, and she sort of stops and does a double take, and then kind of she's got a very curious look on her face, and then she walks back into the lounge area. And I, I see that. Yes. Interesting. Well, I'll see you a little bit later, Rose. It is a pleasure meeting you. Mm. You too. Okay, so let's do that this way. Um, so yeah, Miles, you, you head upstairs and uh, you open the door and you find Neville lying on the floor wearing the rabbit mask on his face. Neville, Neville, I've run over to him, kneel down by his side. Uh, um, is he breathing? Yeah, he's breathing. Uh, okay, uh, I try to take the mask off, kind of. Yeah, the mask comes off. Yeah, the mask comes off. Okay, I set it over to the side and uh, try to. Is there like a little pitcher of water in the room or something? Yeah, there's like a little basin with some water. Okay, I pour a nice glass, take a sip, and then throw the rest of it on his face. Oh, oh, what the. Okay, Neville, boom. So as you put the mask on and you clacked out, you were like, your brain was rushed with visions of Native American um, people and like, you know, back in the day and, and, and you saw them doing like uh, ceremonies and, and, and their magics and, and things like that. And, and you saw them creating this mask and and them talking but somehow the language made sense in your head and and they were talking about how the the mask will keep uh it's a protection mask and it will keep uh the, the dark away it will keep the the wendigo um away um and and that this this is a, is a special tool to the wearer and it's a connection piece and um uh and uh and, and they're talking about it as they're building it, and then it is handed to to um, to a young Native American boy. And even though he's very young, you can tell that this boy is Joe. It's young Joe, and and uh, he he takes the mask and he he puts the mask on, and then everything comes rushing back, and that's when you feel the spray of water oh, hit your oh, face. What the hey? Give me a sanity check, please. Thirteen. Um, so yeah, so you but uh, yeah, so you pass. But yeah, in the in the dream as well, you saw the Wendigo. You saw the the changes of man. Like you saw the the different, you know, the, the, what it looks like for a man to change from a human to a Wendigo and all that sort of stuff. Your your name is Miles. Yes, Neb, it's me, Miles. Oh. I'm laying on the floor with this mask on. You are completely unconscious. I was going to try to jump out and scare you. That's what was in the package. Well, you Joe, did scare me, Nev. Joe's mask. I don't know what happened. I put it on and passed out. What? Had the weirdest dreams. Maybe you just haven't had enough food or drink today. Oh, please, look at me. I could go for a month without food. 
Well, how, how do you feel now? Let me pour you a glass of water. Lightheaded. I, I fill up a, the glass with more yeah. water and I hand it. Was, it. it was like I was a Native American and they were making this mask. And I think they gave it to Joe and Joe was a little kid. And you remember the, what they were calling the mask? It was called a Machobo mask. A Machobo? Yeah, it's just like a Machobo mask. M-I-C-H-A-B-O. Okay. Wow, this is this 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 case is getting weirder and weirder now. You know, I thought this was going to be weird, but I didn't know it was going to be this weird. I, I thought the $10 a day was going to be nice, but somehow I don't think we're going to be collecting from him. We should write a book of weird stories. <laughs> well, let's just get through this. So, so you had some kind of weird dream, or this makes little sense, but so much lately hasn't been making sense. I don't know, but that mask, that's something else. Um, it's just then there's a there's a knock on the door. all wet. Jesus, I'm take this off. Sorry, Nav. I was just trying to shoot for your face there. With the, and didn't want to uh, soak you anyway. Jeez. And uh, the knock comes again. All right. Uh, who who is it? Uh, I, I Chuck, sir. Oh, hey, just a moment. Mask under the pillow. Yeah, all right. It's all straightened up real quick. Uh, go to the door, mm-hmm. open it. Hey, hey, Chuck. Hi. Uh, uh, lunch will be served in, in, in a few moments. Thank you, know, you so much. No problem. And, yeah. and a lady by the name of Rose is here with her, with her dad visiting? Yes, sir. Uh, Tony and Rose Morello, yeah. Oh, Tony. Tony and Rose Morello. Oh, thank you so Morello, much. Morello, Italians? Yes, sir. From New York City. New York. Hmm. Does that name ring a bell at all to us, being we're, we're closely with law enforcement? Uh, That's exactly what makes me suspicious, because, you know, <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't use their real names, would they? Yeah, probably not. He's got a scar and a pinstripe suit and, he, suit and he's Italian and he comes from New York. Chances and he's a businessman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. business. chances, chances are he's up here hiding from someone. Um, cool. So uh, he goes, uh, I'll, I'll see you down there and he kind of heads off and knocks on the door of, of Jasmine and Dr. Richards. Well, he, he, he knocks on Dr. Richards' door, but obviously Jasmine, you're in there. Hello. Hi, sir. Uh, miss, um, lunch will be served in just a moment. Is it that time already? Yeah. Yes, sir. Ooh, um. Okay. I'll. Uh, I'll be straight down. Yeah, can Thank I get you. you anything? No, I'm. I'm fine. Uh, Jasmine, did you need anything? Um, just a glass of water. No problem. Thank you. And he walks into the room and pours a glass out of the, the thing and, and hands it to you. And um, he said, uh, would you like me to uh, start you a fire uh, for tonight, sir? 
Oh, yes, please. I'll do it while you're at lunch. Oh, Jasmine, I don't know how you can drink that. You know, fish make living it. It's, you know, everyone since the back in the day is drunk it. It's better than this soda. Um, and then, um, you know, he, he goes on to uh, to Aaron and, and knocks on his door and everything. Um, so, yeah, you, a few moments later, you guys uh, all come down to, to, to the dining room and there's a few people already... Uh, down there, there's the, the large gentleman that you saw before with the big moustache, and um, and uh, Stuart is sitting at the table, and uh, he's reading the newspaper, and Hunnit uh, is kind of moving around, and she's placing some some lovely looking food on the table, and, and things. And you all, you all take your seats. Um, I'm going. I'm going to sit with my back to the room. Okay, no problem. Um, trying not to draw any attention to myself. Um, and. Uh, yeah, Tony comes down, um, and he's got a suit on. Can Neville and Miles give me, um, give me knowledge roll? Give me an idea roll. Yeah, I have to put all my suit roll back on. Uh, pass. So the name Tony Morello didn't mean anything to you, but now you guys are getting a better look at him with your expertise in um you know in law and things right you guys are pretty sure you know this guy but his, his real name is dominic strollo and he's a pretty pretty bad guy uh in in new york he works for the um just a second uh he works for the uh, genovese crime family uh, um, and uh, yeah, and so you, you you guys recognize this guy's face. You know who he is. And uh, the girl, and you remember Rose is 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 uh, Dominic's. He has a daughter named Rose Strollo. Yeah. Yep. Better watch ourselves. And um, just afterwards, uh, Rose comes down. Rose comes down and and sits next to her father. All right. Stand up. Wait for her to be seated. Yeah, of course. Um, and then Akchak comes down uh, and uh, he, he says to you guys, he says, um, I'm so sorry, but uh, your friend, uh, 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 Mr. Stanton, uh, he won't be joining us. He's not feeling well. Oh no! Oh, is there some? Is there something wrong with him? Um, well, I'm I'm a doctor. Uh, um, I've taken him. Would up like me to go and uh, check on him for you? It's fine. My my wife uh, has uh, has taken him up and some. He just asked for some some medicine and he's just going to take it easy. I've started his fire. What, what what kind of medicine did you give? Uh, the medicine of of uh, some some medicine of our people. Oh, I, what 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 kind of thing is that then? What kind uh, of symptoms is he having? I believe he's just he, he said he's having a bit of a sore stomach and and things and yeah. Oh well I'll pop up and see him after 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 dinner. If you wish After so. lunch rather. It's not dinner time yet, not for hours. Um and um yeah, so you guys are kinda eating away and, and um Stuart looks up and he goes, I uh I'm sorry I wasn't here to uh 
to say hello when my new guests arrive. Um, I introduce myself. My name is Stuart Sutton. This is my establishment. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and he sort of, he notices Dr. Richard just kind of off the side and he goes, Richard, Richard. Oh, you, Richard? Stuart, is that you? Oh, I, 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 I had no idea you were here. It's it's a, it's a, and he, he gets up and, and he comes around and and, and it takes your hand and it takes your hand. It's so so good to see you, Richard. It's it's been so long. How are you? Hi, I'm 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 not too bad. Um, how strange that we should uh, cross paths up here. Yes, yes, of of course. Ah, oh, I wish you'd uh, I'd known you were coming. It ah and and Hi, I, was, I was sorry to hear about your brother. And he sort of comes very somber and he goes, ah, oh, yes, uh, yeah, Joseph's death was, was, uh, was hard. It was hard. Yeah. Can I roll psychology on him while he's talking to my grandfather? Sure. Okay. I think we all should. <laughs> I got a 15 out of 40. It's a hard. I missed it by four. And darn, missed it by two. Okay, so Jasmine, you passed. Everyone else failed? Um, I got a 39 out of 50, so I've just got a standard pass. Okay. It, he, he, seems, he seems genuine, but almost too genuine. Like, it's like, it, it almost seems like he's overdoing the performance a little bit. But, but like, not enough to make you go, oh, he's faking it. But like, just that kind of little bit like, oh, he's kind of maybe a little too kind of host-like. I don't know. Not quite right. Um, it's at this point that uh, Miles um, and, and Neville, Dominic has been look, kind of looking over the table and things and there seems to be kind of a spark of recognition on his face with the both of you. Hmm. I don't know why. And um, can you guys give me a listen check? Ah, darn it. Missed by 11. Okay, okay no problem. Um, yeah, so... You guys are kind of eating, and, and um, Richard um, and, and uh, Stuart obviously says, "Oh, this must be, this must be Jasmine. It, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Marilyn's talked so much about you. Now, have uh, you heard much from Marilyn recently? Oh, I uh, saw her. Uh, oh, a few weeks ago. Now I was down in Arkham for a while. Uh, she she let me stay at the at the house. Um, I I tried to go down after." You know, help her sort things out after Joseph left, uh, and then you know. But I had to come back up here to, you know. Well, it's, I, nice it's not you, easy uh... for a woman alone with a baby, isn't it? Oh yes, yes. Uh, I have no. I, I still can't understand what what drove Joseph to 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 do such a thing. Aye. It was uh it was nice of you to, you know, go down and visit with her and talk with her and help her with some things. That's of course she's 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 family, so 
Um, it's at that point that uh, one of the um, one of the other the, the larger gentleman uh, says, uh, uh, "Sorry to interrupt there, <laughs> uh, Doctor Doctor uh, Quentin Wentworth here. Uh, did I overhear you, you doctor yourself there, sir?" <laughs> You talking to me, you English bastard? Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, back in character. Um, <clears throat> hey, that's right. Hey, I'm uh, a, a, a doctor of medicine. Uh, a, a, are you also medically inclined? Yeah, you, uh... yes, yes, yes. I blood, bloody well am. Yes, it's, it's good, good to meet, meet you, sir. And he puts his hand across the the table to to shake yours. Hi, how do you do? Yeah, well, I, I'm up here. Uh, uh, for the old ticker, you see, and uh, some nice, nice country air up here, and nice, relaxed away from the city. Yeah, it is very restful, I. Yes, yes, lovely, lovely. Have you, have you seen much of the wildlife while you've been up here? Well, I've, I've gone on a few strolls, yes, but the weather's been quite, uh, well, uh, quite atrocious, you see. Yes, but I, I, yes, I go on the old, uh, the old walk around. Yes, oh, but have you'd like to join me next, uh, next time the weather? eases up there. Aye, perhaps so. I'm, I'm, I'm not as uh, as able to get around as I once was, but um, if I'm feeling up to it, I may join you. No, oh, spiffing, old man. Spiffing, spiffing, yes. Uh, well, perhaps you can uh, join me for a drink later. We, we aye, could talk. Aye. Uh, our time's, uh, yes, uh, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, sorry to interrupt there. Um, and uh, at this point, um, you kind of notice that there's a bit of a, a clanging noise and you look over to, to tony and he's dropped his his fork and he's looking quite like and then his head hits the table oh I'm, I'm, and everything. I'm, I'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go straight over immediately yeah. over um, and and, um, and Rose lift, is, is lift like him up screaming. into the recovery position and start checking for his pulse. Rose is screaming and stuff, and and she and she just runs off. Um, <coughs> um, so yeah, you're you're checking. Give me give me. I've a, just I've just switched into doctor mode there. Yeah, and and, and Doctor uh, Quentin does the same thing. He kind of gets up and he's checking the pulse. Uh, the man's dead. And we have a massive um, argument about technique while the man yeah, dies. Yeah. No, no, do it like that. No, no, you do it like this. <laughs> he's uh, he's dead. He's definitely dead. Um, give me a give me a medicine check. Oh, 16. It took 70. Very nearly a hard. But uh, when uh, you're when you're checking around. Oh no, I think it is, no, hang on. That is a hard. Yes. So when you're checking around and things, you actually find on the back of his neck a small, like pinhole, like a you know, like a, a like a syringe mark, like a from a blow dart or something. Something has has gone in there. Um, <clears throat> also, obviously, when you know the clang and everything and him falling, um, Miles, you happen to sort of look under the table as he went down and you actually noticed that he dropped a cocked gun which you obviously realize after he recognized who you and never were he had he had a weapon sitting on both of you guys under the table 
Excellent. I've always wanted to say this. Right. <clears throat> I'll look around at everyone else in the dining room and say, this man has been murdered. Murder? I nudge Neville and kind of do a like a little gesture to underneath the table. Hmm. <sighs> I'll, I'll draw the other doctor's attention to the um, the the mark on the back of the neck. Are you certain? I, I say, well, good spotting there, old chap. Good spotting. And it's at this point you guys notice that the other man at the table, this is the man with the, the beard and the glasses, is sort of, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's them. It's the voice. No, they're, come, they're coming. And, they're, they're, no, 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 no. and he kind of gets up and, and he kind of scams. So sorry, sorry. You must excuse me. I must. There are things that I must. Uh, I must. I, I, yes. No, no, it has to be done. It has to be done. And he, and he kind of scampers off as well. And Stuart is. Um, uh, 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 Chuck, uh, get, on, get on the phone and call the general store. Tell them we, we, we need assistance. The problem is that there's a, there's a, a tree that's fallen on the path leading up here. So we're going to have trouble getting in and out, anybody. Well, well, well uh, uh, we, we, no one, nobody touched the body. Uh, 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 doctor, doc, doctors, uh, what, what, what should we do? Do you have a, a cold storage for your meat? It, yes, yes, of course. Uh, it might be a good idea to move the body in there. Uh, of course, yes, yes. Preserved, uh, ready for the autopsy. Uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, Chuck, and he gets uh, a Chuck to come and um, and help him move uh, move the body to um uh, to to the to, to the other storeroom. Yes, um, and I'm, I'm, as, uh, as go, they're doing that, you guys hear a big. I want to carry out an examination of the body while I while it's still fresh. As they're doing that, you guys hear a loud thumping, thudding noise. Uh, and you all turn to see uh, Rose uh, splayed out on the floor um, uh, in the middle of the, the entrance hall, uh, and almost as if she's jumped off the um, uh, off the balcony. Um, and she's she's you know hit she as she's hit the thing. There's blood uh, everywhere and, and things. Right, Jasmine. Uh, well, pretty much everyone give me sanity checks. Yeah. Rush over to her immediately. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Fail. Pass. Yeah, I failed too. Failed by 21 points. 30 for me. Okay, so if you failed, uh, 1d4. If you pass, just take one. Two. One, three. Um, all right. So for the last, so who rushed to the body? No, that was me. If I can, from failing. Okay. Um, give me spot hiddens to all the people that rushed to the body. Oh, just when I need it. Uh, eighteen. Failed by seventeen. Got eighteen. Eighteen, and you failed, Miles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Doctor, you went off with um, Dominic's body. I am away with the body. Right. 
Jasmine, what did you want to do? Um, I'm just gonna like casually just look and just. Mm-mm. Uh so Neville, you see, you 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 kind of almost instantly go to check, and you can also see, um, like it almost looks like a blow dart or something, like a pinprick in the back of the neck of Rose, um, and uh, and things. Um, <laughs> Jasmine, as you're looking around. Uh, and, and things you look up to the balcony and you see Rose standing on the balcony that's just Jasmine Jasmine sees Rose standing oh. and then she enters one of the rooms and goes and that is where we're going to leave it tonight guys oh <laughs> <laughs> I want out of this carnival. I want to go back home to Arkham and say hi to Arnold or whatever our sister's name really was, because I forget, because you know this is crazy. Oh. Our players included Stuart Lipley, Mick Swan, Wayne Worthy, Dakota Davis, and myself with Zane Fleming as the Keeper of the Secrets. And everything just jumped. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments we enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game. Mm-hmm.